what's up what's up happy new year oh my goodness it's 2023 y'all happy new year welcome to eternal well of life podcast my name is dina shackleton i'm your host i'm your health coach i'm your spiritual guide and i mean that um not from a new age perspective (laughs) but as a disciple of christ and a witness you know what i mean happy new year to you welcome to the podcast for 2023 this is exciting. OM goodness. Listen, guys, what a year we had, huh? 2022 was a was 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 quite an interesting year. We really got to touch some touch on some subjects and um I'm grateful. It was my first time doing a podcast. It was my first time putting myself out there. And God's grace was sufficient. Let me tell you, y'all came through. I'm so grateful for it. But I want to know how you're doing this year. So far, so good. Did you tap into the version of yourself that you had envisioned? Did you put some things in place? Some goals, some guides, guidelines rather? Tell me. Please email me. E-L-O-W-C at Outlook.com. E-Wall at Outlook.com. Email me. Let me know how you're doing. I'm so interested to know. So interested to know. Well, guys, what can I say? I'm just ecstatic about being here and being able to talk to you again. It's, It's truly, truly a blessing. It's truly an honor um to put good content to inspire people out here in the world where we live in a world that is so selfish that is so self-absorbed that is so self-focused not that you should not be focused on self but not so much that you forget about your neighbor but in the spirit of talking about self i want to discuss something today that i don't think we talk about enough Life is hard. There's a lot of things going out going on in the world that is truly heart-wrenching. But what I want to talk about today is collateral. Collateral. What does what is collateral in? Collateral is something you collect from an investment. Or something you have to leverage to give you investment. Your house is your collateral. You can use to the bank in order to take out a loan. Your car can be a collateral. Your stocks can be collateral to leverage, to use, to barter, get something from someone else. But I want to talk about the collateral of emotional health. You see, a lot of us go through a lot of heartbreak. A lot of us go through a lot of pain and um, we, we, we experience horrific tragedies in our lives. And we, we ask ourselves, why me? Why do I have to go through this? Why am I a recipient of this? What is the point? 
Well, believe it or not, in every tragedy, there is collateral to, to collect so that you can have triumph. I am an <laughs> avid alumni of that. I can honestly tell you. Life has a way of throwing curveballs at you that you were not expecting. But you had to experience and endure somehow anyway. And it's so imperative during those times that we take a moment, collect ourselves and take our power back. A mother or husband who or a wife who was married and um, let's say for whatever reason, the other spouse walks out and now you're left with three, four kids on your own to take care of. What do you do? It's devastating. It's devastating. Because you didn't, when you got married, you didn't get married signing up to be alone. You know what I mean? Like you have fear and doubt and, you know, you, you sometimes you stop, you stop dead in your tracks, almost stop living for a moment because you're trying to make it make sense. But what do you, what can you do? You, as the folks say, pull up your bootstraps because these kids need you and you begin to hustle and work hard and find resources and reach out to people to be support system. And if you don't have that, you start praying on your knees and God starts sending destiny helpers and things of that nature. And sometimes you don't get that and you just have to persevere and push. But you learn so much about who you are in your character in the process. And from that relationship, you learn lessons that help build you, become steps that you can place your feet on and climb up off of that last season. That's collateral. That's collateral. That is collateral. That's what collateral is right there. When it comes to emotional collateral. You learn what what you don't like. You learn what not to do the next time. You learn how how to recognize the signs or red flags that you might have missed the first time. That's collecting your collateral. You find out that you're stronger than you ever thought you could be. You find out that that you have this 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 power in you to persevere through adversity. That's collateral. I want to remind you today, you have the ability to collect your collateral. You have the ability to push through storms, to command and demand of yourself peace, to take a step back, to regroup and start over. A lot of times we we get hits in our lives that Truly and really, really and truly, what it does is it sets us back. And so, you know, we feel like it sets us, sets us back and we don't know what we're going to do. We're like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> what is happening? How am I supposed to get through this? That mental space in our heads, it really, really, really 
is the is the driving force behind what we do. Really and truly. It is the driving force of what we do. But we got to know that we're blessed with wisdom. Every time you go through something and you get to the other side, you have collateral and you're blessed with wisdom. You know? Literally. You got to know that as people, we face many challenges throughout, throughout our day, our lives. And we need wisdom to raise our families, to be a light in the workplace and, you know, to just to be a representative of God's nature, light and truth in, the, in this dark world that we live in. You know, it's, it's tough. Wisdom will give us what we need in order to victoriously get through life with everything we face. Here is a scripture of wisdom, of the wisdom God has offered um, offered you in the New Testament. But the wisdom from above is always pure, filled with peace, considerate and teachable. It is filled with love and never displays prejudice or hypocrisy in any form. And always bears the beautiful harvest of righteousness. Good seed of wisdom's fruit will be planted with peaceful acts by those who cherish making peace. That's in James 3, 17 through 8. Think about that. That wisdom from above is always pure and filled with peace. That it fills with peace, considerate, and teachable character. You want to be able to remind yourself that when you collect your collateral, you gain wisdom. You gain wisdom. And when you gain that wisdom, it's literally a treasure. It really is. You know why? Because now you've gained a new, a new intelligence, a new, in, you, you have new intel that moving forward, not only can you make sure that in your life you don't repeat those things, but that you can also bless someone else. So this wisdom, this collateral that you have collected now becomes a blessing in disguise. It becomes a blessing in disguise. Can you imagine? Because when you learn it, now you can help someone else. You can help your neighbor. You know what I mean? Everything we could need, ever need in life and complete. Listen, God already knows. And so you're, you are well-equipped, whether you know it or not. You're well-equipped to handle everything that comes your way. It's what we tell ourselves in our minds that prevents us from moving forward. 
Lord knows I've been through so many things that could have kept me dead set trapped. But I refused. I refused to allow my mind to tell me stories that I can rewrite and recreate. You know, like when you go through a divorce, sometimes women will be like, oh, you hear the whispers in your mind. You'll never get married again. Who's going to want you with kids? How are you going to get by financially? Oh, you're gonna make you're making your kids a statistics. They'll they'll a statistic. They'll they'll never be the same again. Why? I get it, cause statistics say so, right? The numbers say so, but it doesn't have to be your truth. Because with God, we live supernatural lives. We're not part of the regular kingdom, so the grace that falls upon our life looks completely different than what falls upon other people's lives. I've been divorced. I've been in situations where my children were small. My children were small when I got the divorce, and I didn't even get an opportunity to mourn properly because I always had to be with them and take care of them. And it would be in the quiet places of of darkness at night when everyone's sleeping that I get to mourn. My friends couldn't really relate because none of them had ever been through a divorce. They don't. They didn't know. They didn't know how to be there for me. They were there for me, but they didn't know how to be there for me in the way that I needed. It was tough. It was tough. It was hard. But how many know that God is a redeeming God? It's a He's a loving God, a faithful God, a sovereign God. That our maker, our creator... He knows how to come and rescue his children when we seek his face, when we ask for his help. And let me tell you, your girl was asking. I was asking him to make sure that I didn't stay with bitterness in my heart because I didn't want to live with that. I didn't want that to become a crutch for the blessing that could be coming my way. I didn't want that to be a crutch for me to lash out at my, at, lash out at my kids with. I didn't want bitterness to cause me to close myself off. Because I could feel at that time I was starting to morph and change. Because pain will do that. Pain is a liar. Can I tell you how much of a liar pain is? Not that you don't feel pain. But pain is a liar. It'll make you feel like you have a security blanket that on you. But it's really an invisible blanket. You think you're protecting yourself, but you're not. It's a difference between being careful and being closed off. Protecting yourself should look like, let me pay attention and be careful. Not shut, close, put the bolt on the door and no one can get to you. That is not the way that you protect yourself. I mean, unless it's life or death, literally, like physically. But all in all, don't let adversities of this world change the way that you are built and who you authentically are. Let me tell you, the blueprint of who you are, the world needs. We all have a blueprint, thumbprint of our character, of the way that we express ourselves, of the way that we 
we speak to people of the way that we show up in the gifts that we we have gifts don't have to be the elaborate things you see on tv gifts can simply mean that you know how to pay your bills and you've taught a couple of people how to do the same gifts can be the hospitality that you provide at your job or or at your church or or you're the person who always put the events together at your job when when things when when different holidays show up and as much as people may not appreciate it you create an environment for people to enjoy work to enjoy where you are what that means is that you showed up in in a space and made it better understand that who you are is an attribute to this world I don't care what anybody say. Now, people will, people and and different um, spirits that dwell in people will cause them to show up negatively and speak negatively to you and and verbally abuse you and tell you that you you you, you have nothing going on because maybe you don't have this car, you don't have that money, you don't have these kind of clothes, you don't you don't have these kind of friends. Listen, who you are is enough. Just build off of that. Love yourself, whether you have a big house and name brands or whether you, you, you have a box to live in. Make it the best box you ever had and build, grow, push yourself to do better. You got a box? Okay. Next thing you know, after the box, you'll have something bigger. After that, you'll have an apartment. After that, you'll work and you'll get a house. If that's what you want. But there is nothing that you want that you can't possess if you work towards it. If your mind believes that you can have it. Because whatever you believe will literally show up in your life in that. Because you are con- you are causing the universe to conjure up uh, um, all the resources to confirm your belief. If that makes sense. You have to believe that you can have whatever it is that you say. We serve a God that has a formula for the way life and and the way the human being should function. He's the maker and the creator. I really suggest that you learn his character, learn who he is, learn how he loves, learn the tools that he put in place for us. It's out here. It's out here. Truly, it is out here. Truly, it is out here. You got to be able to to encourage yourself. That means, you know, start, go to a bookstore, read, find books that will elevate you, that inspire you, that speaks positivity. Get you a devotional book that speaks positivity. And one of the ways to be able to stay in a positive place is also to forgive whatever a person did to you, even if it, even if you were in the right. You don't forgive them to give them a pass. You forgive them to free yourself of the power that they have over you. They have power over you when they can hold you captivity in your emo, in an emotional state that's not truly you. How about that? When we let other people's behavior towards us alter who we are, they just they just took power over you. And we're not we're not in the business of giving people our power. 
I'm not going to let the fact that you don't know how to show up as a norm, as, as a kind human being alter, alter the fact, alter me when I am a kind human being. I might set boundaries around not dealing with you anymore. But why do I have to fold and become a whole new person because of your bad energy? That's like the person casting a spell on you. When people are able to alter who you authentically are, it's like they cast a spell on you. There's a book called The Four Agreements. Love that book. Love that book. Because in that book, he talks about how important it is for our words to be impeccable. Let everything that comes out your mouth be positive and good. And in, in, in that in life, people are either casting a spell on you or they're blessing you. Whenever you're talking to someone, they're either blessing you or, or casting a, a negative spell on you. And what he was trying to say in, in, the, in all essence is that words have power. And that we need to be in a place where we use our power wisely because it really does have power. What you say to yourself and believe in your mind becomes how you act because your thoughts become things. So what you think becomes behavior. Behavior becomes outcome, outcome becomes true reality, right? So you got to make sure that you change your stinking thinking into good positive thinking so that you can collect the collateral, apply it to your life and make it rich and good and take your power back. I believe in you. Do you understand the kind of horrific things people have pulled themselves out of? So don't think that your situation is, is unique. It's not, honey. My brothers are out here working hard. They come home. They don't feel appreciated sometimes. Because the family may take it for granted that you are such... You're such a... a, a, a a reliable, consistent force of peace to the house. They get to keep a roof over their head, food in the refrigerator, resources to 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 do things. And maybe no one's patting you on the back. Let, let me set, tell you something. When you look in the mirror and you know you provided that, you pat yourself in the back. You hear me? And you be proud of yourself. Yes, you need to hear it. So I'm going to tell you, I'm proud of you. But in the meantime, while you're doing that, try to find hobbies that when you can have downtime, that you can carve out and do things that make you feel passionate about life. Is it basketball? Is it working out? What is it? Is it golf? Is it is it real estate on the side? Is it stocks? What do you want to do, brother? My black men, my white men, my Spanish men. What, what, what are you passionate about? Get in there. Tap into it. 
Don't worry about not being good at it. No, no one starts off just being good at everything. You have to work towards it. Challenge yourself. You're worth it. This life is meant to be lived to the fullest. My point is don't focus on the things you don't have and start creating things that you can have for yourself. Sisters, you work, then you come home and be mom, and you cook, and you do this, and you do that. And you're tired, and you want to be able to find time to do something for yourself. Well, guess what? Make bedtime strict. So once you put these kids down, once it's it's time to shut it down, if hubby's not around or if there is no hubby, start off by just getting a good book that can raise your awareness or that can feed your soul. Or maybe just watch a great movie where you can sit and cuddle in your bed and just giggle your life away. But do something for you to remind you that you are special, to remind you that you are worth it, to remind you that you are human. You have needs and you deserve to live life on purpose with a purpose. Take baby steps, collect your collateral, collect them. Collect them. Collect your collateral. Invest them in yourself. Grab the wisdom. Bless yourself and then become a blessing to someone else. You know what I'm saying? You deserve it. I believe in you. I know you got it in you. And it's hard sometimes. Sometimes you want to go upside someone's head. Let me tell you. But you got to resist because you're better than that. Don't let nobody get you outside your character to that extent. I know it's harder said than done, but it's a practice. And we usually learn that behavior of wanting to go upside somebody's head from from our childhood. Somewhere growing up, we we've, we've witnessed that. And what it did to your brain is it told your brain that anytime you're upset, you are allowed to be physical. And that is not okay. That's dysfunction. I know the masses do it, but it's not okay. That's not how you resolve your emotional anger. Because after you swing and you hit, you don't get rid of the anger. The anger doesn't go away. You just make a bigger mess. And then there's consequences for it. So learn to manage yourself, your mind, quiet the noise, remind yourself that you are too valuable to let anybody destroy all that you've worked hard for. Let me tell you, I love you. I'm committed to this walk. I'm committed to this ministry. I'm committed to you. This is the calling that is put on my life to reach out to you and remind you of your excellence, remind you of who you are, elevate your thinking, allow you to understand that you are valuable enough to invest in yourself. 2023, we're not playing. I'm coming for y'all. We're going to be talking about molestation. We're going to talk about 
single dads out here that no one talks about. Yeah, there's single dads out here too. We're going to talk about tools for single dads and for single moms. We're going to talk about the confusion that people experience sexuality. We're going to talk in a, we're going to talk about the financial crisis. And I want to provide tools and resources for you each time. We're going to have guest speakers so you can hear how people have persevered through adversity, through tough situation. They turn lemons into lemonade and then to a whole lemon pro, lemonade pro, pro, uh, 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 production, <laughs> not literally, but figuratively. Listen, we all have a little bit of our part to contribute to the world. All of us do. All of us do. So please join me this year. Tap in. Come on through. Let's sit around the table or around the living room and, and, and have these chats. Let's elevate each other. Let's talk about how we can move forward. We're not going to sit here and take it in the chin. Not without having a plan on how to move forward. Collected my collateral. I've been collecting my collateral. And I've invested it. And that's why I'm here today. It gave me wisdom. And I was blessed. And now I get to bless you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And whomsoever, whosoever shall believe in him, will not perish, but have everlasting life. I lean into that. I believe that. I trust that. My salvation is part of the secret sauce that makes me who I am, that makes me want to lean into righteousness. Let me tell you, there are things that you can say to yourself every day until you believe them. Do you understand? You can say things to yourself every day until you believe them. Write down some affirmations, some positive words. You have power, okay? Say these things. Say, God's power fills me to overflowing by, the, by his Holy Spirit. Say, I can do all things through Christ who empowers me. Say, God's power is upon my life and activated to bless the world around me. Say, I have moral excellence due to God's power living within me. You hear that? You do have moral excellence. And that's that's what you want to thrive for, moral excellence. I have the power to work miracles in Christ as I activate them through the faith and obedience to the spirit. So when you hear that positive whisper in you, that's the Holy Spirit. You want to activate them by having faith enough to execute. Say, I have the power to obtain wealth and honey. Yes, you do. God has put everything you need in you to to gain some wealth. You just got to believe that you deserve it and that you can go get it. These are the type of things that you can say to yourself. 
every day. Write them down. Say them to yourself until they settle in you enough to believe it. Because it's when you believe it, they show up in your life. But until then, keep saying it. Keep looking at yourself in the mirror and believe it. All right. Well, that wraps up our episode because I just wanted to talk to you guys about collateral and how it it's something that you can invest in yourself. How you don't have to feel trapped. You take the lessons of what you've been through, allow them to bless you as wisdom, and then go out there and bless other people. Give them, share them, share with them the wisdom that you've obtained. It's powerful. I'm so glad you stopped by. I'm so glad we got to have this chat. Man, don't you feel better? Don't you feel good, guys? I love it. I love you. I do. I just love to watch people grow and watch people take their power back. I'm so proud of you for even coming by here and and listening. If you wrote notes, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing my collateral and wisdom to bless you as it blessed me. Like I always do in all of my podcasts, I want to give people an opportunity to come and know Christ. My life shifted, guys. It changed when I started taking my walk serious with God. I ain't been the same since. I love who I am. I love who I attract around me as a result of it. So I want to give you an opportunity to come to know the Father, the Creator that created you. That's where all the answers lie. That's where you can get all the information you need about who you are and what's your purpose. Right there. If you're tired of roaming around and you don't know what to believe, take a chance. Come be part of this kingdom and this family. All you got to do is repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I want to give my life to you. I believe you died on the cross for my salvation. And I believe that you rose again from the dead. That you sealed and killed all sin for my sake. Lord, I am yours and I want to be part of your kingdom. And I want to walk in righteousness, leaving sin behind. I know this means I'm not perfect, but with you, I am perfected in Jesus name. You just, if you just repeated that prayer with me, you just got saved. Now, all you have to do is go to the bookstore, sit down somewhere and find a version of the Bible that you can understand and start reading from the New Testament or wherever you feel comfortable and then find you a community of people that you can truly share this space with a church or for now I mean you can even go on YouTube 
but it's best to find a community that can kind of support you in this. I don't know where you live. Maybe you can email me at ELWOC at Outlook.com and I could give you suggestions on where you can go. But, you know, depending on what city you live in. But let me tell you, it is so imperative that you get you get to know who you are and who God is and what his character is like. And before you read the Bible, make sure you pray. And praying is just talking to to God. Pray and ask the Holy Spirit to be able to guide you and demystify what you're reading. Because the Bible is the only book that when you read it, the the author becomes present. (laughs) I know that sounds weird or maybe a little off base, but I promise you it's true. And as you begin to delve in more and more, you'll come to understand what I'm saying. And I want to welcome you to the family. I'm so proud you made this decision and you will not regret it. Now, it doesn't mean that life is going to be perfect, but it means that every time you have things that show up, pray, get into the habit of talking to the Lord and you'll start seeing things shift around in your life and honestly you're probably going to start witnessing things happening and people coming towards you to try to keep you in the place where you were but you are changing be committed to that change you deserve it there's nothing like nothing like living for God so Thank you so much for stopping by. I'm so proud of you. And again, as I always say, if you have trouble just organizing your mind, you have trouble organizing your life, you have trouble because the doctor told you that you you need to eat properly and you need to follow these directives in order to be your optimal self, get you a health coach. Go to eternalwelloflife.com and get you a health coach. Get you a free consultation. See what we can do for you. We want to invest in you. We want you to believe in yourself. And we understand that sometimes you need help. And that's why we're here. You want to know why you keep defaulting back into your old ways because you don't mean to. You have good intentions. Well, we're here to help you. We understand how that can happen. And we have tools to give you and hand, you, hand over to you so that you don't have to do this journey on your own. So come on through, get you a health coach. We'll be here waiting. We love you. We believe in you and we want to invest in you. It's our life's mission and joy. Well, guys, thank you so much for stopping by. This is Eternal Well of Life podcast where we teach you how to live an eternal well of living because there is plenty of living to be done for as long as you wake up and God hands you over that gift Open the gift of the present every day. Yesterday's gone. Tomorrow's not promised, but you have right now. So open that gift. I love you. Thank you for stopping by. Be blessed. And I'll talk to you next week. Welcome to Eternal Well of Life Center. Listen, the podcast... My name is Dina Shackleton. How you guys doing out here? 
today is a new day. And I am so excited to um, join you guys today because I actually have a little news. We just acquired a new member in our household. His name is Ollie. And Ollie is my new puppy. He's such a cutie pie. And I'm learning how to be a, a puppy mommy. So if you hear a little bit of noise in the background, it's because I have to do my mommy duties with my new puppy. But how are you guys doing today? What is going on in your world? Welcome to Eternal Well of Life podcast. And this is episode two of um, season two. I can't believe I can say that, that literally I have <laughs> a season two and an episode two. Um, it's nothing but the grace of God. What can I say? I'm, I'm just so grateful. So, 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 so grateful. And I'm just in a place today where I just kind of want to freestyle and just talk to you. It's not going to be a lot, a long podcast, but it's going to be one that's a little bit of a freestyle. You know, I'm looking around the world and I am just, I'm a little, uh, what's the word? I'm at peace, but I'm a little concerned. I just don't fully understand what legacy we're leaving behind for these young people. Seriously. What legacy are we leaving behind for for our children? Everyone seems so desensitized. Everyone seems so selfish and so self-absorbed. Everyone seems to want everything so quickly and no one wants to work for anything anymore. Kids don't go outside to play. Remember when you used to be able to go outside to play? Where it was like, go outside and play. Get, get from in front of the TV, you know? Seems like nobody wants to do that anymore. It really does. It seems as though everyone is planted in front of a screen, in front of Madden 2K, in front of the shooting games. Um, what's that other one? Um, Call of Duty. And it's like their minds are becoming trained to think the way those the 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 the. The computer systems and the technology of our world, like it, it's very short, short term memory. You know, it's like everything is is too long of, to, to focus. No one can focus anymore. Everyone needs to quickly jump from this thing, put it down and jump to that thing, put it down and jump to another thing. Now, I want to take a moment and speak to you guys about passing the baton. What do you think you can do in your life to leave here a little better for this next generation? I think the baby boomers stopped passing the baton out. The baby boomers um, are the people who were born in the 50s and 60s. Somewhere along the way of them finally getting a breakthrough in the in the civil rights movement movement and and just it, it, it was a period where people really started doing drugs a, a lot more and um 
it, it was a lot of breakthroughs that were happening to some extent, but people were lost. People started doing more and more recreational drugs and they just kind of like dropped the ball to some extent to Generation X. And so Generation X, which is my generation, those of us who were born in the 70s and the early 80s, um, we were probably the first group of people who were latchkey kids. As latchkey kids, we had to learn how to take care of ourselves. So we didn't get a whole lot of um, a whole lot of teaching being passed down because our parents were, you know, at work. They were at work. They were doing other things, you know, and it was tough. But really and truly, um, it worries me because now us, we became career people and we didn't have a lot of the fundamentals that grandma and, and, and our parents had. And so it's like you have a group of us who do have the fundamentals of cooking and cleaning and organizing. And then you have the other group of us who are so career driven that um, we only know how to <laughs> how to just order out. And this is no slide. This is no shade. It's just showing the differences. But either way, I feel like this generation between the millennials having to kind of figure things out from a educational aspect, they, they're doing great. But in terms of the parts that make a home, we're so intellectually focused that we miss out on, on, on just the domestic fundamentals that make a house a home, <laughs> you know? And I'm just curious as to what are we going to leave for Gen Z? What are we going to leave for the kids after Gen Z? Everyone's so desensitized. I was having a conversation with my daughter who's 17. I have a son who's 20 and a daughter who's 17. And and and, and, and I have a daughter that's 20. And, and, and listen, let me tell you something. What I realize is my daughter, who's 17, says to me, Mom, I didn't realize <laughs> that the Board of Education only took place in the, um, what, what, what was it? The case, um, what's her name? I'm sorry, guys. I should have been more prepared with this information. But the case that um, that caused for black people to be able to go to school, integrate with white folks and so forth. She didn't realize how that wasn't too long ago. That was <laughs> around the 60s, I believe. And she was like, she did not realize how close it was. And she said, it's because in her world, it, it just seems so far away. And I'm like, no, it's not. And granted, even World War II wasn't that, that far, that long ago. And we just we just forget, you know, but those who experienced it didn't forget. And 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 I just don't want us to continue to maneuver throughout the world and not figure that whatever we have inside of us, we should be able to pass it along. We should be able to pass it along to the younger generation. If you've been through some tragedy, some some trial, some tribulation, or if you just have knowledge about whatever it is, when you get around a young person, when you get around a person who, who's willing to give you an ear or, or seems to want to give you their ear, pour into them. 
Giving them, give them the opportunity to hear what you have to say. Pay it forward. What you didn't get, give to someone else. Don't have the attitude of, well, I never got any help and I'm fine. Because that's you and that's God's grace on you. Each one teach one. Let's, let's, let's try and do that more. Let's try and, and really pass the baton to the younger people. If you can mentor someone, if you can just acknowledge an individual, let them know that you see them, that you're proud of them. People wouldn't even think you were looking their way. You'd be surprised the kind of change you'll be able to make in the world doing that. Seriously. Amazing things happen when we say yes to God's way. You know, God wants us to love our, love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Imagine if we were willing to do that. Imagine if we were willing to do that. Not only would we be able to have God's support, but the divine Holy Spirit would be able to speak through us, allow us to mentor other people, and speak divinely into their lives. Divinely into their lives. I know I'm rambling, but today's just one of those rainy, quiet days. And again, like I said, I, I have a new member in my family and I've been kind of just watching him and taking care of him, making sure he doesn't get into too much <laughs> and eat up all my stuff. But there he goes. Sorry, guys. But like I said, it's so important that we pass the baton. It really is. So take a moment, contemplate on your own life. Contemplate on what it is that you can do to make a change so that things, things don't happen the same. The same way that it happened for you that could have been different. Please make sure that you take a moment to think of the kids of tomorrow, the legacy that we leave behind, because you have so much gifts, so many amazing attributes and so many amazing word of knowledge that you can bestow upon somebody. Don't discount yourself. Don't say, what can I possibly teach someone? You can teach them a lot. Preferably positive things, but you can teach them a lot. You can teach them how to cook. You can teach them how to balance their checkbook. You can teach them how to invest. You can teach them simply just how to organize their 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 life. You know, you can kind of just tell them, hey, have you thought about X, Y, Z? Um, have you thought about investing your money? Have you thought about um, going with this bank? Or have you thought about, hell, have you even thought about... <laughs> reading this book or that book. Hey, how's your diet? I noticed that you've been going to the gym lately. What kind of diet are you following to, to match up with this, this workout you're doing? 
all of those things are things that we can pass along. Hey, I noticed you have a two-year-old. How's it been? How's things going? Do you have any free time for yourself? Make sure you take care of yourself. Don't feel guilty. I remember when I was a child. You know, you can, you can just, especially these brothers out here, they need you guys to stop being selfish, brothers. Young men need other men to affirm them that they're men. We're in such a female dominant world as far as nurturing and and teaching and (laughs) you know allowing kids to grow women no matter how good of a woman you are you can't teach a man to be a man because we're not a man and so we we're limited on what we can teach them from a man's perspective and so we need you brothers out here to literally speak into the lives of these young men so that they can know who they are as men. Not everyone have fathers. And the cycle probably continues because, because no one passes the baton. But at some point, you got to look in the mirror and, and know that the king in you can pour into the prince in someone else. So brothers, I'm talking to you out there. We need you. We as women need you, our young men need you, our young daughters need you. We need you to be our covering, our protector. We need you to give sound advice and you need us. You need us to give to give us your vision so that we can help you produce it. We can work out the details. We are a package deal. Let's let's pour into our generations that are behind us so that as they come up, they have a better shot than we did. Well. That's all I wanted to say today, guys. Let's pass the baton. I know this was a short one, but I can't do any episode without at least allowing you the platform and the space to be able to give your life to Jesus Christ. Listen, maybe you're not clear on what you believe these days, right? But wouldn't it be better to take your chances than to go to hell. You have an amazing father, an amazing God that came in human form and died on the cross for us. If you're willing to give your life to Jesus today, repeat after me. All you have to say is, dear dear Jesus, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross for me. And as a result, I can now have salvation and I can communicate directly to God. Please be with me. I want to lay all my burdens and sins behind me. Never to pick those sins up again, but to thrive each and every day as a working progress towards salvation. If you just said that, you are part of our family now, just like that. Let your heart truly want to just do what's righteous. Now, all you have to do, all you have to do now is find yourself a good Bible. Go to a bookstore or if not a bookstore, go to, go to um, a, a thrift shop. They sell Bibles in there. And just sit down and look through the Bible and make sure as you read it, it's something that you understand. Because there's different versions in terms of language, but they all 
for the most part mean the same thing. I like NIV personally, but which is the new um, international version. But read whichever one that leaps out to you, that the words leap out. And before you read, what you do is you pray and you ask the Holy Spirit to reveal and demystify the word of God for you as you read it. And we'll talk about that more in um, more episodes to come. I'll teach about that a little bit more. Get yourself a Bible. Start reading from the New Testament or wherever you feel led to read. And let me tell you, it's, it's going to be a beautiful experience. Your life will change. Give God one year to do the work in you that he needs to do. Give God one year to do the work in you that he needs to do. Welcome to the family. I'm so grateful that you're here. And I'm just going to say a quick prayer for you. Lord God, we thank you for these people who have decided to give their life to you today. Bless them, Lord. Cover them. Send their destiny helpers your way. Allow them to find a community, a church, somewhere where they can get their feeding be elevated to come to know you more and more each and every day lord we thank you for the breath in our body the fact that we have sound mind we know that is nothing short but your grace holy spirit and we're just so grateful for it we honor you we respect you and lord allow no weapon formed against these people to prosper in any way protect them let them know this is not a perfect journey, but it is a journey that they don't have to do alone anymore. In Jesus' name. Listen, guys, you enjoy the rest of the week. Knock yourself out with some good love. Read something loving. Watch something loving. Talk to your friends and family. Remember, yesterday's gone and tomorrow's not promised. So open the gift of the present. And if you're looking for a health and wellness coach, someone to kind of speak into your life, help you keep your life organized, talk to you about your health issues and give you a structure and a plan that you can follow based on your doctor's directive, go to eternalwelloflife.com. Get you a health coach. We'll be here waiting for you. This is our ministry. This is what we love to do is to serve you. And we love the outcome of what happens when you get on the other side. So we look forward to talking to you, to being with you. Enjoy the week. Thanks for stopping by. Love you.